All right, welcome into the Keep Prowling podcast. I'm your host, DJ Beal, and I'm back once again. Lonely today, Mr. Lonely today, okay? But that's okay, because we're about to talk about these Panthers, and, and I tell you what, you know, I guess for good reason, right? I guess for good reason. I am Mr. Lonely today for good reason. 0-4 and 0-4 start. I've talked to a couple people around the office today, and, you know, the, the optimism is just way down. But I'm going to bring y'all back up, okay? I'm going to bring y'all back up, because that's what I do. I'm an optimist, okay? I'm a, I, I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all, but I try my best to see the positives in everything. And let's... Let's just look back, and then we can look forward, and we can see exactly what these Panthers might possibly be able to do. Let's start with this 21-13 loss against the Minnesota Vikings last week on Sunday. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be honest. This Let's, let's start. Here, here we go again, right? Starting with the positives, okay? The defense is is everything you need them to be right now. They're turning people over. They're putting this offense in a position to be successful. The defense, I mean, they're they're playing lights out right now. They're playing lights out right now in this game particularly. It was Jeremy Chin who led the team in tackles. Von Bell had a good game. I mean, you had turnovers by Sam Franklin. He did, you know, I mean, this defense is everywhere. They're flying around. I think there was one more. Yeah, there was one more pick by uh, Kamu Grugier Hill. Easier for me, you know, easy for me to say. I don't know about y'all, but it's easy for me to say. Okay, but. The thing, the thing about the Panthers right now, I think that's a positive, is this defense. And I think that was to be expected. You got a young QB. You got a young squad coming in to this early season. You got, uh, you got back-to-back divisional games, and then you got a couple of games that's just tough games that you got to deal with in week three and week four, right? And <clears throat> the divisional games, those were, those were the ones, right? Those, the divisional games was the ones you really wanted to get one or two under your belt early in the season, but now you're looking at – 0-4 to start the season, and I think defensively throughout every single game, it's felt like the defense has been the one keeping the Carolina Panthers in these games. But on the other hand, on the other aspect of things, the offense, right? The offense has been, for lack of a better term, a beacon of inconsistency for this team. There, there's been a lack of shots downfield. There's been a lack of running game to supplement this rookie QB that you have. There's been a lack of protection. There's been mistakes by said rookie QB in Bryce Young as well. And everybody's feeling the pressure of starting 0-4. The Vikings had a chance to start 0-4, but of course you went head-to-head, so somebody got to come out with the win. And the Vikings, I, I, I tell you what, they are, they are some of the most talented over talented overachievers. They are some of the most talented underachievers that you're going to find in the NFL today. That's the Minnesota Vikings in a nutshell because, I mean, every single year they, they underachieve, but even, you know more so this year they, they underachieve even more to be as talented as they are. But that's nonetheless, that's not even the point. But when it, com- when it comes to the Panthers, I think we've seen improvements game by game, right? I think we've seen improvements game by game. Why do I say that? Why? Why? You know, <laughs> God, I get it. You know, Panthers Nation, like we we zero four, th- throwing the towel. Season's over. Number one pick, bench Bryce Young, put in Andy Dalton. We might win a couple games. The running game is eh. The offensive line is. I get it. We you know we want to panic because that's what we do. All right, that's what we do. That's what we do as people. That's what we do as fans. That's what we do as analysts. Whatever, whoever we are 
we we gonna we gonna panic because it's zero and four, right? It's zero and four. But when you look at the division, right? Tampa Bay is leading the way with that that three and one. I think everybody else is one and one within the division. And that's the most important thing to kind of keep yourself afloat. Yes, you got a couple games coming up very, very soon that you have to win if you if you are the Carolina Panthers. But you know, you got a little stretch coming up here soon that's gonna be that's gonna be really good. But let's 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 jump back real quick to this Vikings game. I feel like Bryce Young, he looked sharp in this game. Bryce Young, he was standing in the pocket, he was bouncing around a little bit, looking around, going through his reads, and he was making good throws. You know, I mean the the turnover they had in the third quarter, I think, kinda shifted the game. It's and, and it's the, and that's the thing about it too. It's not just the turnovers for the offense, but it's the turnovers and when they happen, their time on the clock. That's when it happens, right? That's when it happens. It's when it happens that's been killing the Panthers all season long. They're in the game, they're in the game and they turn it over. Or they're in the game and the defense who's been playing well all night gives up a big play and then boom you know game done right so that's kind of how it's been the Panthers have been in every single game this year there there ain't been a game that's been like oh my goodness the Panthers just weren't in that game the Panthers been in the game they just ain't been able to finish they started this game up 10-0 you think they're gonna run away with it they're gonna you know keep the gas keep the pedal to the metal on this one but they didn't they didn't um they they didn't and I think some of that has to do with you can't run four minute offense in the first half but some of that has to do with the fact of this lack of running game too the Panthers can't just control the clock and win games right that that's not the Panthers style right now they're not getting enough out of Miles Sanders they're not getting enough out of Chuba Hubbard right to extend these drives and, and kind of ground and pound their way to a couple of wins because every so often with young teams that's kind of what you get you get the time possession and ball control that's going to be the thing that's going to make you successful in this league and especially early we're talking about with young teams we're talking about with young offenses we're talking about excellent defensive play which you've gotten and controlling the ball on the other on the, on the other end. You know, I talked about it a couple times with a couple of my guests on the show, just talking about how the Panthers kind of got to win by hook or by crook at this point, right? They got to steal a couple games, you know. They got the Dolphins coming up. They got the Lions coming up. They're going to have to steal a couple games by just simply making those teams uncomfortable, defensively making them uncomfortable and offensively doing what you got to do. But in this game against the, the Vikings, Bryce Young was – 25 for 32 for 204 yards. I think he looked good. Um, I think he looks sharp. When you watch him play, he's going through his reads. He seems comfortable. He's moving around when he has to. Um, you know, some of the pocket presence he's still trying to figure out in, in terms of, like, how fast NFL guys really are. Adam Thielen had himself a game against his old team, seven receptions for 76 yards, 10 yards per catch. Um, Terrace Marshall had a pretty good game considering, you know, he hasn't really been uh, doing – too too much um I wonder I, I don't I don't know the injury report right off the top of my head but I wonder if Jonathan Mingo was injured in this game because he obviously wasn't on the on the stat sheet Terrace Marshall was who who was kind of you know proven to be he can he can showcase a little bit of a deep threat a little bit too so that might be something to look at for later on down the season because I think this offense is getting better I think I think that's the that's the bright side right that's the bright side of all this is this offense is getting better they they are it's a it's a slow burn but they're getting better I know a lot of people want to give up on the season but like you know, it, it, it's kind of like that other team in Chicago right now, right? Like, they're struggling too, and they, they probably got all the talent in the world. They got, you know, veteran leadership out there, and, and, and it's just not coming together. And, you know, I told one of my Bears friends, I said, hey, you know, 
y'all probably one or two years away before y'all really gonna get right and the Panthers are probably in the same boat you got a rookie QB you got new weapons all over the place you trying to find your offensive identity on top of that that stuff takes time that that stuff don't happen overnight and I know a lot of people hate hate to hear that they they want you know they, they want that instant gratification I don't blame you right I don't blame you you know I want the instant gratification too but you know, you got to be patient, especially with a rookie QB. Don't give up on him too soon. You know, he feels just as frustrated. I mean, uh, one of my coworkers told me today that, you know, after the game, Bryce Young, you know, you see it on Twitter and everything too. Like, he's feeling dejected. He's feeling, you know, frustrated. This is a guy who's been successful at every level of football he's been in. And sometimes that's a struggle because we act like Trevor Lawrence became the Trevor Lawrence of the NFL right now overnight. He didn't. Right. You know, I mean, there are quarterbacks that, that come in and they, they quickly do it. I Look, I get it. C.J. Stroud looking good over there in Houston. OK, I get it. You know what I mean? C.J. Stroud looking good over there in Houston. But that's a whole different situation than we got in, you know, in Carolina right now. It's a whole different situation. You know, it, you know, you have the Carolina Panthers that weren't technically the num- the worst team in the league is why they were the number one overall pick. They traded for the number one overall pick. But with 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 that being said, to be in a position or to feel like you need the number one overall pick, there has to be some deficiency in the team. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now is we're seeing those deficiencies on full display. Um, but I think I think even in the Vikings game, you, you felt like th- things got a little bit better. Bryce Young came back and, you know, it, it felt like the offense flowed a little bit better. Um, you know, they still only scored 13 points and that's OK. But, you know. It's it's gonna get there. Some of the, some of it's gonna have to be about finishing drives. Some of it's gonna have to be about settling for three. You know, because they had chances late in the game too to possibly get back in the game, have some opportunities to get back in the game, but they simply just couldn't do it. You know, there wasn't enough time on the clock. There wasn't enough you know room for them to do such a thing. But that's real quick. I'm, I'm gonna read off some 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 stats real quick that I saw that just. It it just had me interested. I, I was just a little bit interested, just and, I, and I'm and I'm sure you guys are too. Um, passing wise, the Panthers are averaging five point four yards per play, um, which which is interesting. Um, I I think because you want to see that go up. You know you know the, the you know the passing game has revolutionized the NFL because you can in a quick second it's a quick strike it's over right and that's exactly what you want to see on and and in the in the rushing game 4 yards per play right which i think rushing rushing wise 4 yards per play sounds pretty good cuz you know that that's putting yourself in third and twos that's putting yourself in in these situations where you can you know make some things shake but I think because of the the amount of times that you rush the ball, you would love to see that average go up. So I think as Miles Sanders continues to get healthy and get get himself right and get himself back into football shape, I think we'll see. I think we'll see. Um, I think we'll see a better offensive output. Now that might just be me being optimistic, but I think we'll see a little bit more as the Panthers start to take chances too. It felt like even in this game, it felt like the Panthers took one or two more chances that they hadn't taken in previous games but you know another loss to the vikings which i think was was a winnable game right you had your opportunities you just didn't take them uh and and i think when you look at it honestly you know i if you look at the the panther schedule of course they started the year with they started the year with atlanta um who i think 
came out like like they were shot out of a cannon or something. I mean, nobody expected Atlanta to beat Carolina twenty four to ten. I mean, I think we expected twenty four to seventeen, maybe or something like that. Right, twenty four twenty one, something like that. Even even a little more defensive. Excuse me, like a thirteen ten or something. Right, I think that's what what we expected a little bit more, but we didn't get that. So, you know, that's the other thing too. Like, you know, Atlanta came out like like a team that nobody recognized. New Orleans. Another one where you was right there, you know, your chance to win that game was right there in front of you and you just couldn't take it. Um, and it was like, you know, we talked about it before. It was They ran out of time at the end and it was one big play here, one big play there. And those were one of those two games you needed, you know, early in the season. You kind of needed those one of those two games. But then. You know, Seattle, Seattle's tough. Seattle's probably the toughest one out of this four-game stretch to start the season. And, you know, Seattle showed that. But I think the Panthers still competed in that game. You know, with Andy Dalton, there was no Bryce Young. He was dealing with the ankle injury. So, you know, I think to see Seattle and to see that you can compete with Seattle, I think that that should that should give you a, a little bit of, you know, positive feelings going in, you know, to this, this five-game stretch that we're going to talk about here in one second. And then Minnesota, Minnesota – you know, I think I think the Panthers missed one with Minnesota. I think you looking at one. I think honestly, if you looking at one and three over zero and four, you 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 know, it's a little more optimism for the Panthers. Uh, if if you looking at that as opposed to looking at zero and four right now, I I, I really do. Um, but then you know, this this next five game stretch is gonna be. It's, it's gonna be tough, um, especially the first two. It's the first two I think that that gets you because it's possible. There's a possibility that the Panthers start this season zero and six um, because Detroit. Uh, you know, I've been trying to uh, act like they 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 fools gold all year, but they've been tricking me all all darn season long. And because of that, you know, Detroit's a tough game. Detroit's a tough one. I think you ha- I think if you're the Panthers, if you want to especially keep pace with the NFC, I think Detroit is a really important game. Um, I think you'd like to see them beat Miami, but I think Detroit being in the NFC as well, being, you know, a competitor as they are, I think Detroit, I think you got to steal the Detroit game, you know, and see what you can do against Miami. If you Because I think a lot, of, a lot of people would be okay with the Panthers losing to Miami as long as they compete against Miami, right? As long And, and we've seen Miami against a good defense. I think there's reason to think, like, Maybe, you know, there might be a chance. There might be a chance that they could beat Miami. Miami's a tough one. I'm just going to be honest. Miami's a tough one. And then you got Houston, Indy, Chicago. Houston and Indy, you got your, you know, you got your rookie quarterback battles going on in, in those two. You got C.J. Stroud, who's looked, who's looked amazing. Uh, and you got Anthony Richardson, who's also looked really good, who, you know, who looks like he's not going to let his team lose games. Um, you know, albeit they've lost some this season, but still, like, the biggest thing about these guys is you, you've seen you've seen them compete in every game. You've seen them willing their teams to wins, and that's something that the Panthers have not been able to do. But this is this is a get right stretch, right? Houston, Indy, Chicago. That's a get right stretch right there for the Panthers. That's a that's a even if you are zero and six, that's a that's that's a chance to be three and six, right? That's a chance to be three and six and prove some people wrong a little bit, I think, and, and kind of get yourself at least back. You know, back into the race. You know, I, I've heard a lot of people say eight and nine for the Panthers, nine and eight for the Panthers, something like that. Um, you know, you lean, especially if you start 
Um, if you start 0 and 6, you lean in towards, uh, you know, 8 and 9 or, or, or worse, right? So I think this is this is a get, get right stretch, and they could go on they go on a good little run right there. You know, they got Dallas Dallas a little bit later, uh, you know, after that. But to focus on those five games, I think that's kind of a, a get right stretch, especially if you can win four out of those five. We'll see. Four out of five is tough, but I think there's three out of five you can win, and there's three out of five that there's three of those games you can win in a row. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they do. But coming up against Detroit, how can the Panthers win this game? I think they're gonna have to keep doing what they do, you know, and that's play good defense, and they're gonna have to continue to be efficient on offense. I I think without. A turnover or two from the Panthers offense I think they probably sneak away with one of these games early on in the season anyway but because of the turnovers that's been kind of the 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 biggest key that's been losing them games has been turnovers so I think against Detroit I want to see the Panthers play if if they lose and they do what I say right now then they you know they, they just got beat by a better team but if they play clean football and the defense plays well gets a turnover or two and especially if they can if they can find a way to capitalize on these defensive turnovers, that's the biggest thing. The takeaways, you got to go off with them. You know, I mean, you might even need a pick six or two uh, from your defense in, in in this in this stretch of games because you know the defense gonna have to keep you in it as the offense continues to develop because the offense just is. Yeah, I mean, they they just they're just not ready yet. They're just not there. They're not where they want to be yet, and that's okay. That happens, right? With rookie quarterbacks, with young young squads, that's exactly you know new coaching staffs, new systems. That's what happens. Um, but I think it's too early. I think I think it's too early to 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 you know throw the throw the towel in right now. I know it looks bleak right now, but it's it's too early. So I think to beat Detroit, a good defensive clean game is is gonna get them. And you know when you know some fireworks on offense wouldn't hurt. You know wouldn't hurt. You know the fireworks wouldn't hurt. Okay, some fireworks on offense wouldn't hurt. But you know we'll 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 wait. We'll we'll, we'll leave that on a wait and see basis. So let's talk about the rest of the week. As uh, we go ahead and wrap up, just give the picks for the rest of the week. You can follow down below and give, give the rest of the picks as well, whether you're on all the major podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you may be. You can uh, let us know below. If you're on Twitter, back on sports, uh, let me know as well. Where, you know, wherever you are, wherever you are, let me know. I want to know your picks. I want to know. I want to know if, if, if you got more credibility than I do right now because we ain't going to talk about last week. We ain't going to talk about last week right now. But Let's look. Let, let, let's get right, right up into it. Let's get right up into it. So Thursday night football, Chicago at Washington. I think Washington wins this game. Um, I think Chicago, as as well as they played last week, because I think for the first time in a long time, we saw Chicago come out and play a really good game of football. They just didn't finish the game because they're Chicago. Okay. But that's okay. I, th- I think, but I think Washington. I think Washington is the better team. Washington probably should have won uh, in overtime against who was that? The Chargers they played. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they they should have won in overtime uh, last week. No, they played the Eagles. I'm tripping. They played the Eagles. They should have won against the Eagles. But they, I, I, and I knew they would compete against the Eagles. I just, you know, I don't think the Eagles look at nearly as good as they seem like they or they did last year but i think i think washington is is, is gonna have a good game um i think it should be a good game if chicago plays like they played last week they might win this game but i'm not gonna pick them because i can't trust chicago right now i just i just i, I can't do it i can't I can't do it 
Can't do it. Anyway, um, Jacksonville at Buffalo. This one's in London. This one, this one's tough. You know, this is a weird. This is a weird thing. Jacksonville has back-to-back London games, which I don't know if that's necessarily fair. But then I wonder: is it is it more? You know, is it more advantageous for Jacksonville to have two back-to-back than it is for Buffalo to have to travel all the way to London, mess their entire week up? Um, I think Jacksonville. I think I, I'm, I'm going to use that to, to Jacksonville's advantage. Jacksonville's going to win this game simply because. Uh, you know, having to hang out in, in, in London for a little bit longer. That, that's that's what I'm going with. You know, that 9.30 game, that early game. So, we'll, we'll, you know, they'll be used to the time zone and everything. Jacksonville going to win that game. Houston at Atlanta. I think Houston wins this game. I don't think Atlanta's that good. Um, I think Atlanta is fool's gold off of their week one victory. I think they looked better than um, than anybody thought they would. But I think Houston – I think Houston finding their groove. I think Houston is going to compete in that AFC South, and and I, I think you know, I'm not going to say they're going to win it, but the way Jack as inconsistent as Jacksonville looks, you know, and you know we know Tennessee is you know I, I don't think Tennessee is that good, even though uh, they got a big victory uh, yesterday against the Cincinnati Bengals, and. Yeah, I, I think Houston is going to compete for this division. I really do. Because, uh, you know, this division, I mean, it's a battle royale. You might as well throw all four teams in, in, in the ring and let, let, them, let, them, let them duke it out, you know. Um, Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indy. I'm going Indy. I don't think Tennessee is that good. I don't think Tennessee is good at all, actually. Um, and then, you know, of course, Tennessee – that week after goes up against Baltimore in London. Uh, so it could be a tough little stretch for them having a divisional game then having kind of a, a little mini rivalry they got with Baltimore too uh, across the pond. But the, the, I think the Colts are good. I think the Colts are really good. Defensively, they're really good. It just depends that that offense can continue to do what they do. And that offense is prone for taking chances, right? They're going to take their chances. They're, they're going to take their lumps and they're going to, you know, they're going to make some plays out of it. They're going to turn the ball over sometimes. Things are going to happen, but, you know, you, they're being aggressive, I think. New York versus Miami. Which New York version is this? I can't tell. The Giants. Mm. Oh, no, I ain't had to even look at that. Well, it didn't matter, right? <laughs> Honestly, that, it didn't even matter that I looked at that because – there is not one New York team that's going to beat uh, Miami this year. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Uh, my, Miami, I think they took a step back when it came when it uh, comes down to the, their game against the Bills last week. But that was a that was a good team, uh, a good defense. Um, I, I don't think New York's going to be able to compete with Miami. I, 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 it could be a close game, uh, but the way New York has played this year, they ain't even really even been competing, it feels like. So, yeah, I'm going to go Miami. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. New England, I, I thought they was going to show something in that game against the, the Cowboys last week, but they didn't, okay? They, 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 they showed that – they they just as bad as we think they are, and I think New Orleans is good enough to beat New England. I don't think New England's good. I don't think New England's good at all. I think I think they have a good coach, or they have at least a successful coach right now. But you know, they just don't have the pieces um, to be able to do anything right now. So yeah, yeah, I'm going I'm going New Orleans, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, a little rivalry game on that one. Baltimore wins this game. I, I think it's gonna be tough because it's at Pittsburgh. You know, you know the terrible tiles gonna be gonna be swinging, but I think. Baltimore is finding its offensive identity the more and more they play, and I still don't think they found their offensive identity. I think with Pittsburgh, number one, you don't know the Kenny Pickett situation, but at the same time with Pittsburgh, 
I just don't think they can keep living on their their defense to to win them games. So I'm going I'm going Baltimore now. One Philadelphia Eagles at the Los Angeles. I, don't, I think it's the Chargers. It's only showing me one. It's only showing me the. It's only showing me the city, but and they got too they got too many all these states, and you got multiple teams in one in one uh in one state. But you know you know how they do. But anyway, um you know they they had to get they had to get them L A teams. They, you know they 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 talked about L A teams for so long, and they had to get them right. They had they had to bring in these L A teams. But the Eagles at the Rams. I think the Rams win this game. I think the Rams are a sneaky good. Team uh, Puka Nakua is playing out of his mind. I think Cooper Cup might be back because it's week five. You know, so you're gonna see a lot of people come back that um, that's been been off for a little bit. So, I mean, I think and I think if you get that combination of Puka Nakua and uh, I'm gonna say Cooper Rush, wow, Cooper Cup, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be something, man. I, th- I think I think they're gonna I think that offense is gonna find find their way again. I think I think the Rams win this game. Cincinnati at Arizona. Cincinnati, I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know if it's the Joe Burrow injury. I don't know what it is. I think that defense is not as good as it it once was. I think it. I think Arizona is going to compete in this game and they're going to find a way to win because uh, they compete against San Francisco. They just couldn't stop them. And T Higgins, he got a little injury too. You know, you seeing the frustration brewing in Cincinnati with the slow start. So, yeah, I think Arizona wins this game, especially at home. Uh, you know, that's a that's a that's a heck of a trip to take if you uh, if you Cincinnati and if you're struggling right now. So, let's talk about the Jets at Denver. I think the Jet. I mean, Zach Wilson looked good against against the Chiefs once they once they got going once they got down in. Uh, and I think Denver is is just not good. I don't. I can't figure out why they're not good. I expected them to be good, but they just not. Um, with that being said, I'm going. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go Denver. I'm gonna go Denver. I think New York. I, I can't trust neither the New York team right now. I can't trust Denver either. So I mean, it's just you might as well just toss this one up, and whoever falls first gets the, gets the win on that one. Like you know how you bounce you bounce the two bouncy balls, and and the one that goes the highest. I mean that I mean that's about as lucky as you can get with picking this one. So I don't know. I go Denver. I go Denver. Uh, maybe they, maybe they'll bounce back for me since I <laughs> since I put so much faith in them early in the season. Kansas City at Minnesota. Minnesota is terrible. Kansas City is not. So Kansas City wins this game. And then Sunday Night Football, Dallas at San Francisco. I think this is the time when we're going to see is, is Dallas for real or is they not. Um, and I think San Francisco is due for a loss. Um, just because they've, play- they've been playing well. I don't think they're going to come out flat or anything. But they're due for a loss. I think it's a good defense. And I think Dallas is still a good defense even though, you know, missing digs. I think Dallas wins this game. Um, you know, I think considering how impressively they played New England as well, I think Dallas is is for real at least for for the, this portion of the regular season. So I think Dallas wins on Sunday night, and then Monday night football is Green Bay at Las Vegas. I think Green Bay wins this game. I don't trust Las Vegas, um, no matter who's playing quarterback. And with Green Bay, I just think they're well coached, and I think I think they're gonna get the job done. So Green Bay wins this game but be sure to give you know let me know let me know what you what you picked below uh whether it's your favorite team whether you want to pick everybody let me know uh and in, in in the comments and in, in, in the question whatever you know however you gotta gotta do it on twitter whatever you gotta do let me know what your picks are below because i want to hear from you as well uh 
as always, the Keep Problem Podcast is on all major podcasting platforms, also uh, streaming on YouTube and on BayHackleSports.com as well. You know, everywhere everywhere you want the Keep Problem Podcast, the Keep Problem Podcast is there. We'll see you guys on the next episode. I might have to bring I might have to bring somebody by, okay? Oh and four, we we had to we, we had to have a little bit of a of a cry fest for oh and four and that's okay. But nonetheless, um we're gonna have somebody back next week to to kinda, you know, bounce back and forth about these Panthers and what they could do. They could either be looking at O and five or they might be looking at a surprising one and four. But we'll see. Definitely hope you guys enjoyed. This has been the Keep Prowling Podcast.